Let's take a moment now, talk about COVID-19 death reporting and uh, uh, hopefully a conversation that'll enlighten all of us to better understand how exactly these numbers are put together and reported because we hear the COVID-19 death statistics on a state level and on a local level regularly, and we have been hearing about that all year long. So I uh, figured I'd reach out to uh, Sangamon County Coroner Jim Allman and get his take on uh, exactly how these numbers are compiled and reported uh, and what role a coroner has in all of that. So, uh, Jim, thanks for taking time with us this morning. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, no, uh, just to, to dive right in, if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, we're, um, you know, our office often um, – is involved when somebody passes away in a hospital setting or even in a hospice setting or, uh, you know, outside of a hospital setting, obviously. In situations where somebody passes away from COVID-19 infection or virus, um, that death is a natural death placed on a medical death certificate. There is a misconception has been, uh, I think, since this pandemic started, is that the coroner's office handles these types of situations and these deaths. Uh, there's two types of death certificates in the state of Illinois. One of them is a medical examiner's coroner's certificate. The other one is a medical certificate. So if the death is a natural death where they've been attended by a physician, passed away in a hospital setting as a result of no suspicious circumstances, then that death is placed on a medical death certificate signed by a physician that was treating the deceased. So the coroner's office really isn't involved with the the filling out of a med, uh, or at all with a medical death certificate. So if, if there is some suspicious circumstances, if somebody dies of a different man, different manner of death, such as accidental homicide, suicide, undetermined, then the coroner's office handles those types of deaths. But in a situation where somebody passes away again, with a, as a result of being infected with COVID-19 and that Infection is documented in medical records, and the person is being treated by a physician. That death will be signed and placed on a medical death certificate. So really, it's only when there's some kind of uh, question about the cause of death when the coroner would get involved. That's correct. And uh, I have heard, just like everybody else has, where you know people that have passed away in car wrecks are being classified as covid deaths or if they fall down a flight of stairs, they class, classified as COVID deaths. I can assure you in Sangamon County that that's not happening. Uh, we, we investigate uh, deaths and take it very seriously. If, uh, if we feel that COVID-19 has contributed to their death in any way, uh, then we will place it on the death certificate where it's appropriate. There's lots of lines on a death certificate. There's line A, B, and C. And then there's uh, a section for significant other contributing factors, I think, is the wording on it. And it's if the situation is if somebody passes away from COVID-19, the end result is respiratory failure, for instance. And it's so line A would be filled out, respiratory failure. Line B might say pneumonia. Line C might say COVID-19 infection. So they died from respiratory failure due to pneumonia, due to COVID-19 infection. So it's it's sort of steps down so, so is that is that, what, is that what the underlying condition would be then right so, so that's COVID, just one COVID classification causes. uh the underlying condition and then there's another classification where uh covid19 is uh among other uh morbidities is that right 
Well, absolutely, and and I think uh, and, and a lot of concern, and when I've talked to, to plenty of family members throughout the year that that have said, look, you know, my my mom had you know coronary artery disease or hypertensive cardiovascular disease or she had a, a massive stroke or you know uh, you know a lot of people who have passed away from COVID nineteen in Sangamon County, the the vast majority have had several comorbidities, so I I can understand why. Some people, and I've talked to a couple, not a lot, that would say, look, my mom was extremely sick. But like I've always explained to them, if the physician that's filled out that death certificate feels that COVID-19 has contributed to their death in any way, it will be placed somewhere on that death certificate. And my question is, when the death certificate is signed out and finalized and, I, and with IDPH, are they, are they pulling every death certificate that has COVID-19 anywhere on it? And classifying that as a COVID nineteen death, and that's and that's really what I think the question that everybody else has too is is how are they being classified as COVID nineteen deaths? Is it if they're if it's just COVID nineteen and that's it? Should that be the only way to classify a COVID nineteen death, or if it contributed in some way? If somebody's pretty sick and they contract this virus, then that will contribute to their death more than likely. So, in my opinion, well, and and, and go ahead with your opinion. No, in my opinion, like I said, I, I think that if, if somebody passes away as a result of, you know, pneumonia or diffuse alveolar damage, then as a result of COVID, then yes, COVID directly played a role in their passing, and, and it should be placed on a death certificate. What's your response to, like, for instance, Monroe County Coroner Bob Hill uh, saying that, uh, you know, some of the cases that he's gone back to review after being reported to the state, uh, he says, you know, somebody, for instance, one case, a guy uh, tested positive for COVID-19 sometime last year, like in October, but died of a accidental drug overdose in January, but it was classified as a COVID death. And even the Department of Public Health saying that, you know, they, they have uh, reversed a uh, at least one calculation of a COVID death uh, because of an instance just like that. Um, it, it, how how do we rectify those numbers if that's happening elsewhere? Well, I I think I think it is up to the coroner if if, if they see that there's a death that's that's not been classified appropriately, the coroner's office can take that and turn it into a coroner's and medical examiner's certificate and fix it if that's the case. Uh, but. My question in the situation that you just referred to about a drug overdose is that should if, if there was any doubt at all that that person passed away from a drug overdose, then that should have been placed on a coroner's and medical examiner certificate from the get-go because physicians cannot sign off on anything other than the manner of death being natural. So they cannot, physicians can't sign coroner's and medical examiner certificates. They can only sign medical certificates. Right. So if it if it was a possible drug overdose, then that should have been placed on a coroner's medical examiner certificate, you know, from the get-go, and uh, it would have been up to the coroner to classify that, not the physician. We're getting an education here this morning with Sangamon County Coroner Jim Allman on the WMAY Morning News feed. Greatly appreciate you taking the time with us this morning. Uh, do you think that there should be, uh, as the uh, Monroe County Coroner has uh, indicated, some kind of uh, full audit of all of these numbers uh, to make sure that they're not inflated, to make sure that uh, we have the 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 most true uh, data uh, to base decisions off of? Well, I, I you know... I think the, the very first night I was sworn in, um, uh, one of the, the things that I, I had talked about with the county board was I think the work that our office does today will be examined by others for years to come. 
So we have to, we have to get it right. We're a fact-finding agency. This is part of permanent record. If if there is a death certificate that has been mis or death that's been misclassified, a death certificate that just doesn't look right, uh, I think it needs to be it needs to be fixed. Um, you know, you can always amend certificates. Uh, so getting it right, I think, in the end, is the best the best thing. But yeah, you know, I, I don't but, know. But how do, but how do we get audit. to that? How do we get to that? Unless a family member comes to the coroner and says, I have a question or, you know, there's a conflict here or something along those lines. Uh, you, you know, that's that, that's a good question, because ultimately we're we're putting our trust in the physicians that are treating the deceased. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not the coroners that are treating these patients right. inside of a hospital setting for, and, and let's face it, uh, when someone passes away from COVID, you know, the vast majority of these people, it's not an acute sudden onset type of death. It's, it's unfortunately a, a process that goes on for sometimes weeks and months where people are on vents and they're battling this thing. Right. So they're, like I said, their physicians are bedside with them. There's a lot of medical history that documents a lot of this stuff. And ultimately, like I said, if, you know, we have to put our trust in the physicians that are treating uh, the deceased. And, and you know, we're hoping they get it right. I mean... So when, when, we, when, when we have the, um, the 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 medical certificate, uh, say at the hospital, somebody passes away and they test positive for COVID, and is it the hospital that directly sends that to the uh, IDPH to then have them tally, or does it go through like the Sangamon County Public Health Department? So in in a situation where someone passes away in a hospital setting, um, a lot of those deaths are are called in to the coroner's office. The coroner's office will look at it and will say, okay, this does not meet the criteria to be a coroner's case. This person is hospitalized. They have a physician. There's no suspicious circumstances. We take a, a look at it. We say, okay, it's not our case. So then what happens is there's Illinois Vital Records System is a system that everyone in our line of work uses, funeral directors, physicians, coroners. The funeral director will meet with the family. They'll start the process of filling out the death certificate in the Illinois Vital Records System. They will rely on the physician that treated that person that passed away to fill in the blanks as far as cause of death and, and you know, and time and date of death. Um, but it's, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not like a piece of paper that goes somewhere and is filled out and goes somewhere else. It's all done on, online through the IVRS system. And at, at the end of the day, like I said, it's the physician that's going to fill in those blanks, you know. Sangamon County Coroner Jim Allman uh, here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, very informative, uh, and I think uh, important for people to understand just how exactly uh, you know there are different avenues that these statistics do get reported uh, and verified. Uh, and of course, if it's a suspicious death, then the coroner gets involved. But if it's something that happens of a, like you said, a natural cause, which COVID nineteen would be a uh, considered a natural cause if somebody uh, had complicating issues around that, if they die at a hospital, then that uh, goes through a different channel. Um, but I think, yeah, I think, uh, you know, a lot of people are, are asking these questions about uh, how do you classify death? Uh, should they be more clear on that? Because even last April, uh, Dr. Ngaze Azike, in video that you can you know find online, she said, yeah, if somebody dies of a car accident and, and they have COVID, it's, it's going to be a COVID death or something to that effect. Uh, should there be more clarity on that uh, as a, a medical professional and as an elected official? Should uh, should the uh, the numbers be refined and uh, re-reported? 
yeah, if they're wrong, I absolutely they should be refined or re-reported if they're wrong. And I, I, I have seen that uh, video that you're refer, referring to, and uh, I, I think since then things have changed significantly. Um, you know, I think in, initially when this hit, this pandemic, uh, there was uh, a sense of uh, an emergency for obvious reasons, and I'm, I'm sure that there were some mistakes made. Uh, but I, I, I just, I honestly think that if, if, you know, if we can get it right in the end, you know, and, and I don't know if a statewide audit is the answer, but I, I think that if family members have a question whether or not their loved one that passed away's death has been classified appropriately, they should contact the county coroner. And I'll take any phone calls that anybody wants. I'll, I'll entertain any phone call that somebody wants to call and if they have a question about what was placed on their death certificate. And if I look into it and I find that, that COVID-19 infection did not contribute to their death in any way, then I'll do my best to get it taken care of and get it right. I can promise you that. Sangamon County Coroner Jim Allman here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Greatly appreciate your time this morning and uh, taking us to school to, to let us know exactly how these numbers are reported and uh, which channels they go through. So uh, we'll talk again soon, all right? Appreciate you having me. Thank you.